0: Okay, we are now live on the podcast, bring up my uh, what's the name, and um, do I want to open it up with, I'm trying to figure out how I want to open this bitch up, fuck it.
1: You must got a fever. to I of a man, girl. You must gotta leave him. Hey. I keep it up like a tree. Um, palms on 7th Ave. That be lining up the street. Uh, hey. Her hips grinding to the beat. It's your birthday, and I'm just trying to get a piece. Go. Hey. I fell victim to your waist. The cherries on top. You can lick it, get a taste. Hey. Hey. We could kick it any day. Ain't gotta share flavors. We could kick it anyway. Uh, hey. My mission is your face. Down first place, competition get erased, uh. Hey. L- listen what I say. lamur was cool, gotta mention where I stay, uh. Hey. L- listen what I say. My watermelon girl got my attention for the day I say. Hey. Life ain't sweet. Saturday through Monday, but in the summertime, you my watermelon Sunday. Life ain't sweet. Saturday through Monday, but in the summertime, you my watermelon Sunday. Life ain't sweet, Saturday through Monday But in the summertime, you my watermelon Sunday. Gotta beat the heat, even though I wanna play But you keep me cool, you my watermelon Sunday.
0: Hey!
2: <laughs> I heard they wild for yes, you know. yes, you know.
0: It is I I
3: heard they wild for
0: It is I! It's your one and What's only. Up, folk? It is your one and only favorite woody Jack or Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion. And I've been wildin' for a da <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up what the fuck is up you guys and welcome please welcome to the hold on let me put put the seat up a little bit because i kind of feel like or maybe i could zoom in a little more i'm not too sure what it is but it's something about the framing today that i kind of don't like think i'm not filling it up as much the past few weeks i've been deep in the camera pause Uh, excuse me but yeah full face big frame big face in the frame um per usual it's cold as a bitch in my room trying to do this fucking podcast i always got to put on a goddamn jacket it's so crazy because like in the crib like if you just walk around through my house like it's it'd be hot as a bitch. The insulation might is not all that great, but man, in my bedroom it be brick in this motherfucker. Good God, it be brick. But as soon as I open up my door, it's like a damn near five ten degree. <laughs> a joke. But anyways, anyways, what y'all been up to, man? What has the world been up to throughout this summer, going into this September? Again, I say this shit all the time. I just seen somebody or or I seen this meme maybe two weeks ago. And like every time I'm talking to somebody now, like I'll, I'll find or I'll, somehow or another, I'll bring it up because we'll just, you know, because everyone's kind of feeling the same, you know, or maybe not feeling the same. But just when it comes to just life over the past fucking 18 months, 20 months, however long it's been, whatever the case We all pretty much kind of have the same, you know, feeling about shit. And that meme was like, uh, I think it was somebody running or somebody walking. Yeah, somebody walking. uh, And it was like uh, still processing 2020. (laughs) And then there was somebody like running up behind them. Like they were all blurred and shit. So obviously they were coming up fast. And it was like across their chest 2022. And I was like, yo, that's the real though that's really the real like it's crazy we we literally about to go into september so now we're a few days away from fucking 9-11 i don't even want to say it but i'm gonna say it who fucking knows what 9-11 might look like this year with the way shit popping off yeah i'm saying wow um but damn we already really in september that's crazy that is crazy man like the past, uh, I'll put it to you this way: the past, uh, the past two years has, if it hasn't showed us anything in life, is that the world is always going to continue to revolve. It shit stops for nobody. The world, we seen that be shut down for what? A month and a half, two months. I'll say on the safe end, we'll. I'll give it 90 days. Worldwide, I will give it 90 days for the safe end that the shit kind of just shut down. But no more. No more. And with the world being shut down, with the world being shut down, uh, something that I loved was taken away from me. And that was going to the movies i missed it a lot hold up one second i gotta spit hold up and this is something else i'm gonna have to start thinking oh i'm not thinking about but i feel like as i'm get as i'm getting older man my body is starting to you know what i'm saying like this whole i've been noticing this lately like as i'm doing podcasts i can feel like my sinuses or some shit like you know, and I always got to spit. The longer I'm talking, like, what the fuck is going on, man? But uh, anyways, the movies. So I'm pretty sure on the last podcast, I think on the last podcast, uh, I told you I went to go see Respect. It was the first movie I went to in since everything kicked off. Um, and then. This past Sunday, or Saturday actually, this past Saturday, I went to go see uh, Candyman. Went to go see Candyman this past Saturday, uh, and again, it was great. My second black movie in a row. <laughs> uh, but even though, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Candyman might be a black film, but I don't know if I consider like horror movies to necessarily be uh race specific or community specific even though like it is always funny like growing up all right the black dude always dies first which that was that argument alone growing up was always just funny you know i'm just like why black people always got to die first we're not doing like like we're running if anything goes left we're running we're running we're not looking around like in the movies that's what you see white folk going to look around this and that we're not doing that we running how we dying first but anyways so uh but if anyway, went to go see candy man i liked it um and maybe now i one of the guys that i work with he was telling me how he didn't really like it for certain reasons this and that Uh, and I was like, you know what? Maybe if I seen the original growing up, maybe if I was familiar with the original, I might have a different outlook on it. But being that I am a fan of slasher films, always have been. Um, I always slept on Candyman. Anytime I seen that shit, like if I was at the blockbuster or the. Hollywood, uh, or DVD rentals, whatever the fuck, nigga. I was looking for the Michael Myers fool. I'm trying to, I'm trying to rent Halloween Five tonight. <laughs> you feel me? Right, matter of fact, let me get four and five tonight. You feel me? And anytime I seen Candy Man, I'm just like, nah, this shit look boof. Like the nigga with the hook, he talking about the the Candy Man. Don't get me wrong, I remember it. I remember being scared to maybe not say it in the mirror. But as far as watching the movie, no, I always figured the shit would be trash. <laughs> it had to be trash. It had to be big boof. So I ain't watch it. But this one was it scary? No. Did it have a few parts in it that made me kind of like, "Ooh, wow." Like yeah, it had a few of them. But it wasn't really scary. It wasn't really super thrilling but i do think it was what it was supposed to be which was supposed to be like the origin story and and that's what i did appreciate about it because it, it 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 gave good history backstory on Candyman. um it gave it, it showed how the you know, it was it was cool seeing how the Candyman, how the new Candyman became the Candyman. Now I will say this: they said something in the movie that kind of threw me off, and I don't know if I heard it wrong or missed something or whatnot. And I did step out of the theater when the shit first came on for like five minutes. Um, so maybe I missed a little bit in the opening um credit, but um, I guess the nigga was destined for this shit. Uh, But I'm not gonna stick on this too long because that's not really what I'm here to do I do just want to say if you haven't seen Candyman go see it Uh, If you black for real go see it just for the simple fact that um, you know It might be a good. Uh, it might be a good little series They're moving forward with and I think that was the other thing that kind of made me like just leave like oh, okay this is cool maybe if I knew that Halloween probably was going to be you know for a lack of better words suspended after because we got halloween kill that drop halloween kills drop in october this coming october uh and then halloween whatever is supposed to drop next year and i don't know why but i feel like after those drop. We're probably not going to hear much from Halloween in a while. Like, shit, I'd probably say, I'd probably say there was a good, maybe 10 years. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because the Halloween before this one came out in 2018, and the Rob Zombies, they came out in the middle of the 10s. I believe because I was trying to I was trying to think of like when's the last time I seen, Re, uh, when did Resurrection drop? And was there Resurrection to the new one? But it was Resurrection, then the Rob Zombies, and then the new ones. So I say all that to say I think that moving forward I might have a new Slasher series that I can follow and keep up with. And if that is the case, I'm at least happy that uh, it's a black film for the most part. You know, so that's pretty cool. But anyways off to what is next on the docket so y'all niggas know what time it is gotta let it get a little break
2: i know i shouldn't have did that i know it's gonna come right back i know it's gonna destroy everything i made it's probably gonna get you in sent away
3: but this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it It's inevitable And I'm you Said where I would stop me Before I even started When I get to one brick, brick yeah, Then I can't move the with Got to one brick when I look to the skylight. Like, sorry, sorry I got gotta a lot But give me one more try, more try. Got to two
0: bricks new car. Damn, I don't want to cut it off But you know you got to cut it off Shout out my nigga though Peace to my, my cousin Chris, man Anytime I play it I got to shout my nigga out, man I got to shout my nigga out Uh, I'm really having a hard time on how I want to start this podcast because I kind of have, I know where I want to end, but how I necessarily want to start, um, there's two things that are kind of similar and I'm just not too sure how I want to go about it. Uh, where the fuck is my, what's the name at? But it's cool. I know where I'll start at I know where I'll start So I was listening I was listening to the JBP I was listening to the JBP this Saturday And uh And he And he he, First the past two episodes The past two episodes Joe has He been speaking to me man the past, the past two, two episodes, episodes, this nigga, nigga Joe, Joe really, really been. Are we back? Okay, we are back. All right. The past two episodes, this nigga Joe really been speaking to the kid. I ain't even going to sit here and lie to you. And I've been telling mugs for a while now. And I know other motherfuckers had to see it, but maybe not. But I know I seen it. I peeped it from out the gate. I'm going to tell y'all motherfuckers one thing, man. There's not. There is not a lot of things better. There are not many things that are better than being in the club off some of that good juice. Hell, you might be off the devil's lettuce. My nigga, you might even be going down a few ski slopes. I don't know. I would never judge. No matter what type of state you in. When you in that motherfucking club. And you see, you look around. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, and it's black women everywhere. Everywhere. Beautiful. Skinny. Thick. Ugly. It don't even matter, but they in that bitch. They in that bitch and they feeling themselves confidence on another. Cause you already know how it be. Don't let the ratio be off. God damn. Don't let the ratio be off. And then that's really where it come from. Cause I remember being in, in velvet 2014. I remember being in velvet 2014, and hearing this motherfucker drop. You feel me? Ain't this what they have been waiting for? Ain't this what they been waiting for? You ready? Is you ready? Uh, have you ever seen black women uh, rap this? I, I used to, to pray, pray for times like this to rhyme like this. Like this or so so I had to, had to shine like that to shine like, that, shine shine like this in a matter of time bro. time
2: spent on some locked up
0: sh- so, last, so last week, Joe was like, I've learned something about myself. I really, really like girls that know the words to the to dreams and nightmares, fam. I'm gonna still keep it the black woman, cause the energy is just. I ain't never seen no. I ain't never seen no no Mexican chick rap it hard. I ain't never seen no white girl rap it hard. I damn sure ain't seen no Asian girls rap it hard. But goddamn so that was last week on the music tip joe was speaking to me
3: on the music tip this
0: week joe was speaking to me he opened it up he opened it up and i'm just gonna give you a quick little taste of just you know
4: kind of what he talking about with it It happens out there. If you go to the same spot, I'm not talking about what I do. I move around a little bit. That's what sparked this conversation for me. Not because I'm going to the same one spot. They're going to do that. That's their business. I won't tell them how to run it. But when I move around and I start hearing that same thing from a different DJ and then I fly somewhere and this is the only set I get because they love it so much. Like, it's what's in it is. It's dope. Yeah, so we're going to get Chicago drill. We're going to get London drill. We're going to get New York drill. We're going to get CJ and every other nigga that made drill. We're going to get the new Kanye drill. Everybody new drill. But there's more. Point
0: fucking blank. My nigga, there is more. This has been my, my argument. This has been my gripe. This has been my complaint. This has been my... My sorrow, this has been my pity, this has been my anger. For so long. And I feel like it's been, and I feel like it's been this way, heavy, my niggas since goddamn like 2015 or some shit. The DJs be so ass. I can't speak for other communities. I don't. I don't know about how the Spanish DJs is going. I'm not sure how the DJs is ringing off in the white clubs, even at Arena, Arena in K Town, the Asian spot. It's been a minute since I've been there, and matter of fact, I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna include them because it's a hip hop club. Um, I say all that to say. It really sucks, bro, when you go out and niggas be, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but DJs be scared to play music. Like, if it has, I feel like DJs be, they act as if, 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 if music hasn't came out in the last goddamn 10 minutes, it's too old to play. You can't touch it. How many times, and, and again, don't get me wrong i love hearing future in the club it'd be so many and, and, and it's crazy because so many times i used to complain especially when i say about 2015 yeah exactly <laughs> this is exactly where this is exactly where it started <laughs> this is exactly where it started for me 2015 because as i was just about to say as much as i used to front i used to front on hearing future so much in the club but it was like God damn! because this is when ds2 dropped this is when goddamn he was going crazy with uh motherfucking uh now maybe ds2 hadn't dropped in 2015 no nah, it definitely dropped it definitely dropped ds2 definitely dropped in 2016 uh i mean or 2015 or by that time but again this is when bro was coming out with monster beast mode motherfucking uh What was the third tape? Cause I thought he came out with like three tapes. It was just going crazy. Then he dropped DS two. And that's all you heard in the club was motherfucking stick talk. That's all you heard in the club was motherfucking stick talk. And I'm like, yo, don't get me wrong. I fuck with future at this point. Actually, I didn't fuck with him too heavy. I, I started fucking with him, but I didn't fuck with him too heavy. um, But I'm like, don't get me wrong, bro, running it. But it's like, can we not play any R&B? Is there no such thing as Lil Wayne in 2005? Did Kanye West not exist in 2008? I mean... It's just, it's insane. It's simply insane. And Joe's bigger point to what he was talking about, and probably I should have played that clip. It really would have just summed up everything that I'm trying to say, honestly. Oh, it'd be the bags, bro. It'd be the lack of bags that it seemed that DJs just have no interest in even having these days. Like, I will never forget. I'll never forget one time I went to The Standard. I went to The Standard. Now, you know, at, on the rooftop at The Standard, they play, you know, whatever. House music. I, I don't even think it's house. But, you know, just little upbeat, whatever the shit, you know. They're not really playing no music, for real. they basically a bunch of background shit, low-key. So then... Uh, I was going downstairs and I don't even think I was going downstairs to go to the club downstairs. I might've been leaving and then just decided to poke my head in that bitch. This is probably my, I don't know, fifth or sixth time at this point, maybe going to the standard. I never even thought to go into that little club right there. I've always seen it, but just never thought to go in on this night. I went in and on this night, I stood by the booth. I watched a young woman have a conversation with the DJ. I might have watched a homie have a conversation with the DJ. And then I probably watched somebody else shake his hand. And you know what I did? I sat there. and And I waited. And I waited. And I waited. And I waited some more. Until it was time for me to go to the DJ. Give him a fist bump. Let this nigga know that he had this bitch going the fuck up. And the night wasn't even over. It wasn't even over yet. I had to let him know. Bro's bag was crazy. Bro was playing Happy Pharrell. Bro went into Suavemente. Bro went into the 90s R&B bag. Pretty sure he went into to Tevin Campbell. And I'm like, yo, this is a DJ, bro. This is a DJ. He has, he, he's not scared of risk. Like, uh, it, it, uh, that 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 that's really my biggest my biggest gripe, man. These days is, is these DJs. That's why I don't even be tripping to go out no more. That's really why I don't even be tripping to go out that much anymore because I already know what it is I already know what it is and then out here in l a you go to a you go to a club and it depends on like <laughs> it annoys me but I get it I have no choice but to get it because the community is so strong the 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 hispanic the hispanic community is so strong in l a Of course, when I go out, I'm going to hear, you know, reggaeton and the Spanish, the Spanish shit. And don't get me wrong. You know, I, I fuck with my Spanish shit here and there. I got my, I got my songs too. But I hate when I'm hearing that shit after midnight. Bro, I don't give a fuck. Where we at? I don't give a fuck. We was in goddamn Copenhagen. My nigga It's hip hop worldwide. You play that after 12, you don't play no fucking, you will play rap leading up to the peak. What? This should be disrespectful. But that's how it is out here. DJ is playing and, and, and I could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. And that's something I've noticed lately. Not even lately, but just for years now, I've realized it. Growing up, I used to always tell people, there's two things in life that I'm for certain of. <laughs> One. I had the best music taste in the world. Two, I had the best Kool Aid in the world. Now, number one, I always knew that was subjective. Number two, I'd argue that one all day. Nobody's Kool Aid is better than mine. Whatever. Now, music taste. I still think I have really, really good music taste. But what I have noticed, <laughs> this is what I have learned. I actually would be a terrible DJ. I would be a horrid, a horrid DJ. Because my bag is a little too deep. And I'm not afraid to take risk on the music side. Just like when I'm at work. That's what I'm known for at work. I'm playing all this shit. There has not been one show that I've been on at work that I haven't gotten complimented on my rejoined choices. Or maybe not. And, 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 well, most of the time there are compliments. But if it's not a compliment, it's just a damn. That, what made you even think of that? Like, sometimes just off, the, off my music choices alone, I'll take up five minutes of a segment. Because motherfuckers is talking about how the hell did Don think... Like why? And now motherfuckers is going down memory lane. Now, again... I understand that you have to play to crowds. You have to play to whatever the case may be. But if we in hip-hop clubs, we in black clubs, there should... If we in a black black establishment, there should be no fucking reason why the music range is not from 2021 to at least, at least, like, 97. Honestly, I think it should go back to 91, if not the fucking 80s. And, And I'm talking about consistently pulling out the bag. Like, of course, if you want to, you can, you know, just put a toe in the seventies depending on where you at, depending on how long the club stay open. Like, if it's closing at two a.m., you might not be able to touch the seventies. But if it's closing at four a.m., nigga, you can hit the seventies. We can die, we can we can grab Lenny Williams right quick. We can grab a little bit of Lenny Williams. We can grab a little bit of uh September. Cause we in a black establishment. And those songs ain't gonna do nothing but make niggas feel like they at a cookout. Niggas ain't gonna feel like they in the club, but they gonna feel like they at a cookout. And when you in the club, nobody minds feeling like they at the cookout for a few minutes. Don't nobody mind. Don't nobody mind being at the cookout for a few minutes when you in the club. It's all right. DJs really be <sighs> shit crazy, bro. Shit crazy, man. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say on it because it don't make no fucking sense. And with that being said, let me tell you about my experience yesterday. I've been in L.A. five years now. Finally. Finally. I made it to the Hollywood Bowl last night. Matter of fact, let me get myself an air horn for that one. Let me get my... And drop a bomb on that bitch. Yeah. 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 A nigga finally made it to the Hollywood Bowl last night. For real. Good seats. Actually, no. They were good seats. (laughs) Really good seats. Were they the best seats? Not even close. (laughs) Not even close. But really good seats. It was club quarantine club quarantine with dj d nice shit was going up so we go my mom's my mom I, I go with my mom i go with my mom we get over there now i'm gonna let me just say this for people I, I i'll speak on it as if you've never been to to the hollywood bowl from from start to finish <laughs> first we're looking for parking my, my mom she's like i she showed me the little stack parking shit. Oh, they, they do the stack parking all. I'm like, what is stack parking? This and that. And she tell me, all right, well, let's park down by the Wesson name? Let's park down uh, like close to the Hollywood Boulevard if you don't want to have to deal with stack parking. Because cause I was telling her, I was like, it was funny because I got off work last night. I had got off work on Friday night. Got off work Friday night. Or not not Friday night, Saturday night. Excuse me. I got off work Saturday night like uh, um, at 11, and I was thinking, like, all right, I got to work in the morning, but I kind of want to go out, but not really, so let me just do what I do when I feel like going out, but not really. I just drive down Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> and that gets me my fix. I'll, I'll, I'll drive up, drive back down, and then I'm cool. I'm like, you know what? That was good enough for me tonight. So that's what I'll go do on fucking Saturday night and normally i get off on like gower or maybe i'll just get off on the bully but this time i was like matter of fact i'm just gonna get off on Koanga and come down and come down hollywood from holland and, and then come back up so i come down i get off of Coanga and i'm coming through the hollywood boulevard and it's packed traffic every fucking where i'm like damn what the fuck going on over here like shit was shit was up so Me seeing that the night before, that's why I was telling my mom, like, hey, I I pulled up through here last night. Shit was looking hectic. If you don't want to deal with it, let's park way down, way, way down the street. We didn't end up parking way, way down the street. We ended up doing the stack parking. So we do the stack parking. We get there at like 530. Show's like at 7. We go in. It's an event. You walk up in that motherfucker, you would have thought it was Essence Fest.5. Niggas everywhere. Black folk everywhere. I even seen a few white people. It was deep, but it was deep. Niggas was in that bitch. <laughs> Niggas was in that bitch. So I walk in, looking around, you know, shout out them for having their little smoking section because I was thinking they was going to front on me. They didn't front on me. They didn't. They, they had this, Cause I'm wondering. I'm like, man, like, it's a vibe. Like, it's club quarantine. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be up. You feel me? I'm trying to be up. So I'm thinking, like, man, where I'm gonna smoke at? This and that shit. You know. They already had the section for the kid. So we there. And off of the topic of. Not good DJs. That's what last night was. The complete opposite. An amazing DJ. Obviously, it's DJ D nice. And it's DJ D nice, he's been nice. And niggas been on his nutsack since last year. That's what we here for. Club quarantine, the shit live. But it was the range. It was the range. And the range is really what brung out the people. I would probably say me at 30 years old, I was probably in the bottom. I had to be in the bottom 10 uh, of the demographic. Like had to be it wasn't no it was hella old heads hella actually i I take that back it was it was ages all across the shit now i will say because it was dj d nice and blocklight, it was an older crowd and he did kind of play to the older crowd a little bit more um but man the show was crazy like he opened it up he opened it up with a with a with a few regular songs i forgot what they were I forgot the songs he opened it up with, but they were just, you know, some probably old school. I probably was. He might have opened it up with some shit like that, that type vibe. Um, Then he went into a gospel set. I, I wasn't mad at that. It was Sunday again. Nigga, it was an all black event. You know, niggas, you know niggas are going to show up to church. <laughs> it was an all-black event. So he did about 30 minutes. He probably had about a 30-minute set for the, for the gospel set. So at this point, my high is starting to wear off a little bit. I only had a small little clip left, too. I'm, I'm tight. I'm really tight that I didn't come prepared. That's what else I wanted to get into. So when let me just say this quick little tangent. Again, Uh. This is also a lesson for when you go to the Hollywood Bowl. Consider this story also something you can you can learn from. Let me tell you, we were about to get out the car, right? My mom was like, "Damn, I want to bring my little my little cup with me, you know, whatever hydro. I don't even know what the fuck you call it, but I want to bring my cup with me." And and, and I was like, uh, "I don't know, man. Like, cause what if they tell you, you can't take it, and you got to throw it out and whatever. You know what I'm saying? So she, so we ain't even take it." My nigga, don't you know motherfuckers was coming into the Hollywood bowl fully picnicked out? On whole picnics, bro. I'm talking coolers. I'm talking sandwich meat. I'm talking big bottles of rose. It's some shit. Me and my mama was looking around hating. Hey, <laughs> <And laughs> We was looking around this bitch hating for real. Like, damn, we did not. We did not come prepared. We did not come prepared. So that's why I stepped out again. I was not prepared. I wasn't prepared to have a to have a full one on me. You feel me? I wasn't prepared for all that. I wasn't prepared to know that you can drink in this shit. Cause that's why i stepped out i'm like all right i'm a little low on the high i only got a clip left so do i want something to drink because again it's a party i i, I want to have my little buzz i want to get loose and shit so do i want to get something to drink man don't you know what i mean to tell you i probably was in that little wine store to buy the drinks and shit for a good 10 minutes really just looking at all the shit i knew what i wanted but I ain't trying to, I wasn't trying to spend $28, $28 for a can, $28 for a can of wine. 28 for a can. So as I'm out there smoking, next thing you know, I hear loudly but faintly loudly but faintly hold up <laughs> hold up cause now I gotta drop it for you now I gotta drop it for you now I, oh I ain't even got it oh I ain't even got it alright whatever all I heard was eh, 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 eh. Eh, eh, eh. is that even how this shit go is that how it go no that ain't even how it go man oh man I ain't got the song long story short it was all about the benjamins i heard all about the benjamins drop you feel me and i'm like oh
1: shit these niggas going up (laughs) i was like these
0: niggas i was like he going up in that bitch he going up and uh and he was he was going up man so at this point i'm like all right let me walk back up in this motherfucker i finished smoking walk back in Bro was going crazy. He had the Jay-Z set going off, the Pharrell. Excuse me. What's your name? Ooh. uh, You know what I'm saying? He had that shit going off. Matter of fact, let me just add this to the to the song, to my shit right quick. The remix. Who on the remix? Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh what? Uh it's all about the benjamins
0: baby i'm mad that i'm so mad i wasn't in the motherfucking theater when that shit erupted because i know the crowd went crazy so he plays that then he has common he has common no then he has uh he has uh some 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 uh what's her name kim trotta kimmy trotta kim trader i i i forgot what, what what shorty's name was um, he brought her out. She was okay. She was cool. I didn't know her. She was killing it actually, but I just didn't know her, so it was whatever. Um, then he brought out Deborah Cox. I didn't even know that was her name. This seems a.
3: How did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. I tried that.
0: You know that joint? You know that joint? <laughs> you know that song?
3: My heart says no, no.
0: Come on, dog. He dropped that shit again, again, again. Seeing seeing black women, <laughs> seeing seeing black women, rap dreams and nightmares. I was seeing the older version of those black women last night just getting not necessarily to a pacific song but the energy the just this my shit you know what i'm saying the one the, the one chick that was in front of me i forgot what song came on shorty head <laughs> <laughs> shorty's whole little shit was turned back you feel me but yeah so she came out and performed uh common came out and performed you know go then he did the, there are times when you need someone. Had that shit. Uh, Trey Songs came out and performed. Uh, George Clinton came out and performed. That shit went crazy, my bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That shit went off. He was showing love to the, to the HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? If I was a Q, I probably would have went crazy when the, when the knee deep dropped then he had the uh the shit for the for the deltas or the kappas i don't know whichever the niggas that be in red it'd be doing the little, put the mother niggas go i'm down for is that that i actually i shouldn't say that i i shouldn't say that cuz i don't know and i know how to sororities and fraternities i don't Niggas treat that shit like a gang. So I don't know who be I don't know who be stepping to the fuck them other niggas because I'm down on my niggas. Fuck them other niggas because I'm down on my niggas. Fuck them other... <laughs> and that shit rained the fuck off last night too, nigga. So yeah, that shit. Uh then he closed it up with uh with the Osley brothers. Shout out Mr. Big. You feel me? Had that shit lit. And uh then we was out that bitch by ten o'clock. We was out that bitch by 10 o'clock uh stack parking didn't end up being that bad luckily we was able to get up out that bitch but um i'm so sorry guys I, i'm so sorry that's disgusting but um excuse me it was a fun time though man guys i i i don't know i don't know man i'm getting old um but yeah that 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 was a fun time man and like i said just seeing him and 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 being that he was older i get it and my only complaint and me and my mom both kind of said the same thing of like we wish he would have dipped into his 90s r&b bag a little more he really was kind of playing to the old heads a whole lot of early 80s and 70s kind of dance music and shit like that. Again, I'm not tripping, cuz the shit was going off. It was a whole ass vibe. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, bro could have hit us off with a little bit of Tevin Campbell. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have played some Choccy and shit like that cuz it was something he w- he had played earlier. And I'm like, man, if he could have w- if he went in that bag, he could have easily, you know what I'm saying? He could have did that. But, um, yeah, bro was all over it, man. He was all over it. It was a really, really great show. Great time. Um, man, it was very inspiring, too. Like, the high, first, bro, that shit is a big venue, a huge venue. Like, don't get me wrong, when I was walking up to my shit, like, I could see, like, damn, this should go up high, and and I and like I said, I had pretty good seats. Like, I was in the the second promenade. If you're familiar with the Hollywood Bowl, then you know where that's at. I was slap dead in the middle, second promenade. So it like the seats weren't they weren't bad, you know. Um, but then he did the he did the uh, quick little tribute. Did a quick little tribute to uh, Biz Marquis. so you know he dropped it, and man. When everybody had their flashlights on and I recorded and I had looked back and that's when it really set in like, yo, these lights are going way back. Like, obviously, I never knew the Hollywood Bowl was that big because I never went before, but I just I ne- I didn't expect it to be that big. Like low key where I was at, I kind of all just in my head of just what I always assumed the Hollywood Bowl to be like pretty much where i was at that's where i considered that's where i probably always thought that was like where it stopped at like it didn't go any further back my nigga this shit went way 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 up this shit went way up so um yeah you know that was just a that was was a fun time man real fun time real fun experience um yeah, so, all right, where are we at? We're 46 minutes. How do I transition into what I want to transition into next? And this is where I was talking about, of like, damn, how do I want to start it? I probably – I didn't want and, – and now that I think about it, yeah, that's where I fucked up because I totally forgot. And I, actually, I didn't forget because I sat there and looked at it. I don't know why I didn't go into D-Nice. Right after, um, I don't know why I didn't go into D Nice right after the uh, the uh, me reviewing uh, or the recap of seeing Candyman, because then I could have went from D Nice's DJ set into Joe Budden complaining about DJs to me also. Going into another Joe Budden clip, which could get me into my next one. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm sorry, guys, for this weird transition, but rock with me, right quick, and here we go. People
4: that made us come in here and want to jump up and yo, y'all gotta hear this. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was more. I'll tell you the problem, but they're not incentivized to do that. This is the music business. That's why. But if you're an artist, I think I think it's a happy medium. Of course you want to. Of course you want it to translate into financial benefits for you and your family of course but again you still should have some dignity with regards to what what you putting out to the world that's easy to say when you ain't an artist you're right i'm not with, with, with bills you're right it's very easy to say I agree. but again, Yo, you don't- so again
0: another another episode where joe was was speaking to me and actually he wasn't even speaking to me on this one this Right here, what they were just talking about was kind of a just a passing thought uh that they was having amongst a bigger conversation really um, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because it's a conversation that me and a couple homies was having um not long ago here here within the last few weeks uh I definitely remember talking to the homie rice um and and the homie Smith, and especially the homie Smith. Cause we were talking, uh, we were just talking about you know, uh, marketing and trying to get yourself out there and blase blah, blah, you know. And he was telling me how he was talking to this to a publicist or maybe a PR guy or something. It was just saying like you know, you gotta try to get yourself out there and you know, more personable or whatever the case may be, you know. And, and when he said that, I was like, you know, it's funny because I I was like I had been thinking lately of like, yo. What is Smith willing to do to get on? What is he willing to do to get on? he started laughing. And I think I might have told the story not long ago too. Oh, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, not I'm like, I'm not talking about like anything crazy. I'm just saying like I'm like just a matter of just like in, in today's day and age, I, I don't know when it started switching, but I know for me it started switching when I became a McMill fan. When I became a fan of Meek Mill, that's when I realized, that's when it really set in. I think I had seen it moving a little different before because at this point um at this point it was already we was already seeing how like, oh, in order to like get signed to a label or something like, you got to already come in kind of popping. You know, compared to before when you can just be a no-name and hopefully everything you had was good and then they might turn they, they'll turn you into something but ain't nobody trying to do that these days and i can remember not being a big fan of meek mill when he first came out but two things happened and i'm not sure which one of the two happened first but two things happened his ambition verse his verse on ambition And then I seen a video of him riding dirt bikes. I seen the nigga riding dirt bikes up and down his block. And I thought to myself, oh, wow, I ride dirt bikes too. I grew up riding dirt bikes, four wheelers and all that shit too. Oh, and he just had a hard ass verse on this ambitious song. Okay. I like this nigga. And it was literally just like that. One split of his talent. One split. Of his person. Of of his person. I ain't even gonna say his personality. Just lifestyle. That's all it fucking took. And from that moment on. I was like oh. I fuck with Meek Mill now. So. When I was talking to the homie. He was telling me about. and Well I won't say what he was saying. That he wanted to do. Um. And not that it's anything crazy or just like maybe he just doesn't want to, you know, put out that plan. Yet and, you know, not to say that everybody <laughs> listening to my pod, but still. But I remember we was talking and shit. And, and as soon as he told me, as soon as he told me, the first thing I went to was like, all right, now, what do you say to people that say, oh, he's just doing this because of, you know. And and we was talking, you know, and, and, and it was like, you know. People are going to say whatever, but you got to try and we have to and you got to and you we got to figure out a way to put our put ourselves out here. We got to figure out a way, you know, and and uh, and I remember talking to the homie, my homie Rice, and he was saying the same thing, too, of like he was like, how do you he was like, how do you balance or how do you how do you kind of go about feeling like, you know, you want to put something out, but what you want to put out is not necessarily who people think you are or who people know you to be or who people assume or want you to be, you know, like what happens, you know? And, and now I'm going to play this other joke clip because I was talking to the homie and when I was talking to the homie Smith, cause he was saying something, uh, he was saying something to me and I was like, well, I was like, nah, can't nobody tell you what's real to you. Can't nobody tell you what's fake to you, blah, say, blah. And then later on that day or or just later on, I kind of thought more about it and I was like, you know what? I actually should have said this. And the next day I was like, you know what? This is this, blah, blase blah, say, blah. And we were talking about it. But anyways, before I get to that, let me just play this clip. Um, because really it, everything that I was saying and the whole broader point of the conversation we all was having is pretty much based around this. And I'm like, damn, Joe, like way to just say it right. You don't
4: know that you, you didn't, you don't know that you didn't have dignity until hindsight in music. Cause what happens is you go in the studio, you make some shit that you think might work. It ain't really true to your core, but you think it might work, and you're trying to get something to work. So you put it out, and the people say, yo, dog, not only did that not work, that didn't sound so true to you. And three months later, you look back and say, yeah, I should have did that. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, as an artist, you have to try your different shit. You got to try something you never did, something that might be whack. Hey, I'm going to put these pants on. I never did this. The fans might look at me as corny or whatever. You just have to. And if it fails, that's when you say, ah, I should have never." Did I'm going to always do things that only feel good to me and not the fans. I'm going to stop doing things that might be a hit to them or an outfit that they might think is fire or a video that they're going to say is fire because the people that saying it's fire, they all going to tell me it's fire and I might not think it's fire in my core. And then I'm conflicted for the rest of my life. Shiny suits. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: Great fucking point. Uh, great fucking point by Joe Budden, man. Dignity as an artist is in hindsight. That shit's 2020. Example. And not necessarily an example, but kind of an example. The same example I was using to the Homie Smith. I was like, I can remember when I dropped Sell a Million. I can remember when I dropped the the lyric video and all that shit for Sell a Million. And before that, I was also trying to drop, I put together a little skit. I put together a little skit uh in the studio and i put it out and i put it out the skit i put it out with the song and it did what it did and that was that but i can remember my homie my my boy my boy bob my nigga bob when i dropped the shit the first day my nigga bob went to he said i was cooning he said i was cooning uh, Cause there was a, there was a scene in the skit where I was like eating and like my eyes and shit was all big. You know, I was doing like a little bug eyes shit. I'm like, ah, I forgot what it was, but he was like, and, and he had mentioned that. And I, and I was like, nah. And, and, and long story short, I can't remember the conversation verbatim. Cause it was fucking, you know, Dan were three years ago, two, three years ago. Um, but I was telling him, I'm like, nah i said the only difference i said what it is is you're watching me trying to do something that you're not used to me trying to do you're watching me trying to be funny i'm not a comedian i'm not a comedic actor i'm not some kind of improv nigga or nothing I'm trying to put out a song and I'm trying to try some shit that might make it gain some traction. I'm trying to be funny. You've never seen me try to be funny. I'm not even really a funny guy. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. Every now and then I can be a little witty. If anything, I I think more so it's just how I say things more so than what I'm saying that's funny. It's just maybe how I say it that might make it funny. But I don't think like I'm a ha 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 funny guy, you know, but I was trying. I was trying. And that's what I was telling the homie Smith that day. I was like, and that's what I was like, nah, fuck all that. I was like, can't nobody matter of fact, I might just try to find a little text or it because Cause, 'Cause Joe was right. Like he said, niggas is gon' niggas is gonna try shit. You have you have no choice. You ain't got you ain't got no choice but to try shit. Hold on, let me see what I said to my nigga. Um Actually I don't even know. But yeah, man, like, you know, you you long story short, you can't let motherfuckers you, you can't let motherfuckers tell you, you know, uh who you let me see hold up where is it at you can't let motherfuckers tell you who you are and and, oh and this is what it was this is why I told him I said ah gotcha gotcha and what I should have said the other day was the attempt sometimes in all capital letters sometimes folks might be able to say something may not have been real to you. But what was real and authentic was the attempt at whatever. That is what you can't give niggas slack on. Can't let niggas tell you about your attempt. That's what Joe was talking about. The attempt. And that's why Ice told Ish it's very easy to say when you're not trying to do that. And I and I and I totally get it. I totally 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 fucking get it because we are talking about music. We're talking about anything that's just when we're talking about the potential for it to be elite There's levels. I'm talking about trying to do music. I understand that to somebody that doesn't do music. Being extra doesn't make sense. Because they're not extra people. That's like I tell Weezy all the time. I'm like nigga. You don't understand how lucky you are. And maybe I'm the same luck. But. It's, it's kind of a gift and a curse because I, I shoot myself in the foot but i'm like nigga you lucky that all you wanted to do was just be a fucking dentist like how lucky are you like to, like bro the goal that you wanted in life it's already done you're 30 years old and now like you're coasting not to say my not to say my nigga don't have any more goals, but like the big big one, you've already reached it. Like the rest of the rest of your life, the rest of my nigga's life is is maintaining. My bro, bro, just trying to maintain and elevate more, but not necessarily within work. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's just regular nine to five shit. If like if that's just if that's if that's your only dream, your only hope. I get how, yes, maybe I shouldn't have told that story. Maybe I shouldn't have wrapped that. Maybe I shouldn't have shot the video that way. Yeah. Yeah, now looking back, ugh, that was a little off. But in the moment, my nigga... I'm talking about music. I'm talking, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make a living. I'm trying to make a living off music. Like, that's what like niggas is trying to make dentists cleaning teeth. Niggas is trying to be dentists working. I mean, niggas is trying to make a living off of it or working for the government or whatever the case, whatever the case may be. But somebody is trying to make music. Or I'm trying to make a living off of music. Bro, it's different. It's different. So, yeah. Sometimes you might miss the mark. Trying to make some shit work. In such a competitive field. That's like Joe was saying, bro. We streaming. Music is streaming. So, my my little song. My little Bullshit video has to compete with HBO Max, with Netflix. Never mind Kanye. Never mind Frank. Never mind fucking all these other. Bro, it is so much competition. Because everything is a stream. Everything is a view. Yeah. Sometimes, I got a song right now. I got a song right now called Stella. If I shot the video as raunchy as the lyrics, the shit probably would go viral. Especially being what it's about. (laughs) The shit would probably... Actually, it might not go viral, but it might. It might. Touch a fan base. A pocket that I wouldn't mind touching. Or it could look crazy. And now I gotta live with that. I mean, yeah, I could delete it or whatever that was the case, but it's like... In life period, you can't you can't let niggas tell you about your attempt. That's what you can't let niggas do is tell you about your attempt cuz it's too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy to play Monday. It's too easy to play Monday night quarterback. It's way too easy to play Monday night quarterback. Oh, well you should have you should have If niggas is not if niggas is not in the studio with you in the lab with you creating shit you know what i'm saying it's it's kind of hard to it's hard it's hard to really take someone's opinion on whether or not something misses or doesn't miss the mark because they weren't even there they don't even know what you're trying to do niggas is just waiting for you to drop and then whatever it is good or bad my brother got blonde hair shaved like goddamn george jefferson green eyebrows green chin hair why because he just simply wants attention he wants attention, Lava Nation, Lava Brand. He wants attention, and his shit's been going up and up and up. It started off with, I don't know, maybe it was the face tattoos. It started off with the face tattoos, and it started off with if you was talking a lot about Lean and Perks and Zans and now it might be now it might be gay shit maybe i don't know if that's the wave yet i don't know nah, i don't think that's the wave yet i don't think that's the wave yet um long story short is man and i've been going on for the 60 something minutes long story short is to all the creatives to all the creatives um don't let niggas tell you about your attempt don't let niggas tell you about your attempt because you know it's true you know why you doing shit if you if you playing rogue to play rogue then hey rogue shit gonna come with it but you know if you doing wild shit and you know it's wild but it's like hey man like i'm trying to get some shit to work you know you gotta take. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta take it. We and as artists, that's what we gotta live with. As artists, we gotta live with that. That's just. Like, that's like with the niggas. That's like uh, the homies. They would. They, they made a group chat or not the group chat, but um, the homie posted a question on Facebook the other day. It was like, can you? It was like, can you and your homies chill in the hot tub? And it all came from uh from Diddy. Cause I think it was like Diddy, Conway, and somebody else in the hot tub. And you know how all the rumors are now that Diddy's gay and whatnot. So just seeing that, now niggas is like, you know, oh, you can't you can't uh do shit with uh with Conway. Or, I mean you can't do shit with Diddy and, and Blase Blah, you know. And uh but I'm like, yo, like you can't like what's why like, niggas can't even hang out with Diddy. Like, like what, like, you can't tell me about my attempt. Like, all right, you might be able to say, oh, that looks sus. That look, but it's like, but you can't tell me about my attempt. You can't tell me I'm not just kicking it with Diddy because I'm trying to get some game on how to further our label or how to maneuver around maybe sample clearances or maybe just how to elevate the brand, you know, or maybe just another ear on production being that diddy has one of the greatest musical ears to ever bless the hip-hop genre we're not gonna act like that isn't the case is it but again like i said it's so easy to just look and say we all just look and say it's so easy to do that again you can't let niggas tell you about your attempt If your attempt is flawed and fraud, then hey, it's flawed and fraud and maybe niggas can't tell you. But nine times out of ten, I ain't going to say nine times out of ten, niggas can't. I'll just say nine times out of ten, maybe we shouldn't. And I will say maybe. I will say maybe just because I do understand that when you're dealing with yourself, Sometimes it do be hard to get out your own way and you really do need other ears. So take it how you take it. But if you ask me, you can't let niggas tell you about your attempt like when they were saying, ain't nobody incentivized to make good music no more, bro. I listen to some of my shit and I'm just like, I listen to some of my music and it is kind of discouraging because I understand that like, I understand that I don't make shit that I don't make shit for the younger kids to at least dance to to get hype. I don't make and and I'm not the best lyricist, but I do kind of like how I listen to music. I have a wide bag, very eclectic. I might have some shit that sound like Benny just rapped on it. I might have some shit that sound like Pharrell just rapped on it. I might have some shit that sound like Garth Brook just sung on it. Because I do. I got all kinds of music. But it's like, yo, I got so much shit, it's like, where do I start? Like, right now. Right now, the songs that I've been putting out, the songs that I plan on putting out within the next, you know, uh, in the recent future, or, or what? What? Why? Recent future, near future. They're all gonna be like very down tempo, very minimalistic. Like if they even have drums on it, probably just guitar and piano and shit like that. You know, and 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 if they do have drums, it's gonna be suit like. But this is just the style that I'm on right now. Well, not even that I'm on right now. It's just the shit that I want to put out. But next, I want to put out my more hard shit. And I got a clip of it waiting. Same way I got a clip of shit waiting for R&B and love songs. And I could have dropped that two years ago. Well, last year. But again, just trying to get out my own way. That's a whole different stuff. That's a whole nother story. Long story short is, it's variety. But it's like, damn, how do I go about putting out shit? Because it's like, yeah, I would like to be able to make a living off of music. How do I find a thousand people? How do I find my thousand, reach my thousand? Do I need to shoot a naked cover art? Do I need to toe the line? Do I need to toe the line some more? Do I need, like, what? Do I need to kill a nigga? Do I need to go get a bunch of guns to have in the video? Do I need to get some more bitches in the video? Do I need to just go ahead and fuck? Like, what do you do? How do you cut? What the fuck do you do these days to cut through? I don't know. And neither do the people that tell you that what you did was bullshit. They ain't got no better clue than you do. They just maybe got better hindsight than you do that's it that's all they might have is just a little bit better hindsight and that's only because they want to attach to it but uh all right my camera's about to die i'm gone seven three minutes i was not supposed to be going this long i was not supposed to be going this long at all but before i go i do want to say piece of the motherfucking omega that boy is back that boy is back and with that being said we're gonna go ahead and close it out that way because uh it damn sure has been my song of the week so let's run it
3: Did a little dance I'm fucking the world I ends in my pants My uncle G told me That I had a chance So then I popped out And did it again And did it again And did it again I cannot respect them Where did he begin from the council, let nobody in. Been swearing through rumors, avoiding the trends, and digging the holes. I'm digging the loony that come with the shows. I'm grateful the and he opened up doors. They bung on the tour bus to come and compose. I reach to the stars on my tippy toes. This greatest success where most niggas fold. i tell you my past. That shit don't get old. But how could you ask? Like I don't be riding my raps. The critics got everyone tapped. You gotta relax. The city where nobody sleeps. Just type in it. That's where I'm at. Ho.
2: Top 5 tonight,
0: tonight. Smoking tonight, on your wasn't ain't too Smoking on your chosen
2: ain't tonight I am the Omega. B.G. Lane, rolling Gang SIE. Don't you address me unless it's with four letters. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a hold p- on. Y'all niggas playing with me, man. I am the Omega, DJ ain't rolling Gang. That's he don't you address me unless it with four letters, bitch. I thought you known better. I've been ducking the pandemic. I've been ducking the social gimmicks. I've been ducking the overnight activist. Yeah, I'm not a trending topic. I'm a prophet. I answer to Nick every year, bitch. Looking for a better me. I am a legacy. I come from the 70 to our green, North Spring, guns and the melody. Shot wrist on cryotherapy. Soon as I press that button, nigga better get right. Let like the ambulances coming. Us two in the light, he ain't been through nothing. Day free got at least one B in the oven. I'm tripping, I'm tripping, my mental is amazing, brother. Pop off only on occasions, brother. Rich nigga, mama know made it, brother. Go figure, never cut cases, brother. Face it, brother, gracious, brother. New flows coming, be patient, brother. Show my ass in, take out of class like a task like Megan, brother. one daughter, but they all my sons in this bitch. No hoes, ain't shit getting done in
3: this bitch. I'm scary, I got a gun in this bitch. Smoking on top fives. Stop playing, I'm that guy. Number two DM in my bitch. That's cool, I don't woo why.
2: Woo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we that boy bag man. That boy back, man. Nigga, motherfucking K-Dot. Baby King. It's good to see Baby King fresh on the joint. I remember when I first heard that nigga. I was, matter matter of fact, watching King TDE, watching his Instagram. And he was playing Baby King. Fuck you, me. Bitch, I'm Baby King. two phone, Baby King. Fuck me if you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Who the fuck is this nigga? Baby King. Look that nigga up on IG. He might have had, at that point, 3,000 followers, if that. This is 2018. I remember trying to tell Ramaka about him. Like, yo, you got to check this nigga, Baby Keem, out. This nigga hard. And, uh, yeah, it looks like this nigga might be on his way to uh, (laughs) being one of the ones. This nigga look like he might be on his way to being one of the motherfucking ones. For real. But, uh, yeah, man, that was a pod. I'm fucking 80, damn near 80 minutes in. Uh, I really didn't mean to go that long. I I gotta start. Um, that's something I want to get into. Uh, trying to learn how to cut the fat. You know, like I said, I like, I like that I can go. You know, damn near an hour and a half. My and I've done it before. Should I've went two hours by myself? So I do like the fact that I can go. Uh, relatively long. But, you know, at the same time, who knows? I wouldn't mind capping out at an hour. But it's all good, cause we out this bitch. I'm gonna get at y'all niggas next week for real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> niggas is wildin'.
0: Oh yeah, lights out, like light, uh, scrub and whatever. Fuck all that. <laughs>